It's August 21st, 2010, and another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by Ariel, Rebecca, and Ali, the Retrospectors. Bray's Lane, Coventry, 7.54pm, today in history in 2010. Lola the tabby cat sits innocently on a suburban wall. A frumpy middle-aged bank worker approaches. With a sympathetic stroke, she befriends the feline, looks around as if hatching some plan, then suddenly grabs the cat by the skin of its back and dumps it into a wheelie bin. This was the CCTV footage that led to an international manhunt to find the woman henceforth known as Cat Bin Lady. Yeah, she was Mary Bale, a 45-year-old bank employee from Coventry. She was not married. She sang in the church choir. On this fateful evening, she was walking home from visiting her ill father in the critical care ward of the university hospital. She definitely wasn't the most likely candidate to reveal herself as history's greatest monster. Just in case you're on tenterhooks about the fate of Lola, in case the story passed you by, if you happen to be out of Britain during the mania... She was later located safely. She had actually been chilling on the front wall of her own home when Bale put her in the bin. She was missed by her owners, Daryl and Stephanie Mann, when she failed to come home that evening as usual. The following morning, they searched for her without success initially. They were just about to drive off to get some lunch and take a break from the search when they heard a meowing sound. They discovered Lola in the bin, hungry, covered in her own mess, but otherwise healthy. Yeah, so what made the story really take off was what happened next, which was that the couple reviewed their CC. CCTV footage. They'd put in CCTV cameras to try to stop people from vandalising their car and they found their culprit. And they then took this footage and put it on YouTube and a Facebook page, basically saying, could we please have help identifying the person who has done this to our beloved cat? And the internet community in the form of 4chan, which is, you know, known for uh, being a home of vigilante style activities, quickly identified Mary Bale as being the person who'd done it and also so doxed her, gave out all of her personal information, her name, address, where she worked, and even her phone number. And this backlash just took off. Well, it just became one of those bits of footage you had to watch. It's like a candid camera sketch, mm. isn't it? It's the perfect length for the internet in 2010. Like You've come to it to watch a cat be put in the bin. <laughs> the unlikely suspect comes along. The cat is put in the bin. But along the way, she's looked both ways. She's obviously thought, am I going to get away with it? She seems like the most unlikely suspect. And so there's that going on. The YouTube video, but also the front page of the Sun. Mm. The front—I'll say that again—the front page of the Sun, which this story ended up on. So it was being assisted very much by old media. This uh, manhunt as well. I can't emphasize enough that this was primarily a viral video story. Without the footage, there's no way anyone would have been as interested. You know, people have done much crueler things to cats and pets in general than this. Yeah. And in a way, she was unlucky because far fewer people had CCTV cameras in their doorways in the sort of pre-ring doorbell era. It's just that the man's happened to. And you mentioned, you know, Bale looking side to side as if she's thinking about whether she can get away with it. A really interesting thing is that, it, we'll kind of get to this, after her initial response, which didn't go down well, Bale went pretty silent. But then the next year, year, she corresponded with the novelist MJ Highland via email, which later formed the basis for an article by Highland in the Financial Times called The Trial of Mary Bale. Which is a great um, read. I've linked to it in the show notes. It's a great read. And she describes the moment that Bale realised that this story had gone viral. She was totally oblivious to all of this until the Monday afternoon. She opened the door to a strange man who sort of gave some 
random question to excuse him being there. And then suddenly she found herself having a photo snapped by a photographer who was lurking behind. It turned out that they were from the sun. And she told Highland that she didn't even remember doing it. You know, the reporter said, why did you put the cat in the bin? This is the first she'd heard of it, you know. <laughs> she'd walked off. She'd gone about her life. This, she, and I don't know whether she's telling the truth because it seems like a really odd, extreme thing to do. But she says she had absolutely no memory of doing it. And she didn't say it in a way that was like, oh, I had a, you know, a sudden momentary lapse of judgment and didn't realise. It was almost like she was implying that it was such a... It was just kind of a strange, quirky thing to do and that she didn't bother remembering it. But even when she came to terms with what she'd done and accepted that she was the person responsible for this particular act, although she always couched the, her descriptions of how it unfolded in these sort of third-person removed terms, but when she did actually talk to the media about what was going on, she said, I really don't know what everyone's getting so excited about. It's just a cat. I was walking home from work and saw this cat wander out in front of me. I was playing with it, stroking it and listening to it purr as it stood on the garden wall. It was very friendly. And then she said, I don't know what came over me, but suddenly I thought it would be funny to put it in the wheelie bin, which was right beside me. And so even at the point at which she was acknowledging some sort of responsibility, she still was putting herself up as such an easy internet villain. (laughs) It's just a cat. I mean, could you say anything more likely to attract... <laughs> internet the internet. Yeah. That is catnip, isn't it? For everyone yes. that <laughs> upset about this. Because it was on that perfect sweet spot of the Venn diagram of England being a nation of animal lovers, it being August and therefore hot, and therefore the wheelie bin was potentially fatal, but also silly season for newspapers with nothing else to report about. Mm. And it just so happens it's the internet's favourite animal as well. So this just went, this was an international headline story. The footage was on news bulletins around the world. They were like on Good Morning America and stuff like that, talking about this. It was on rolling news as the main story that a woman had put a cat in a bin. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, what really stands out looking back at the coverage from the time is how recklessly it fueled the villainisation of Bale. There's a Gawker headline that read, How Fortune Brought the Evil British Catbin Woman to Justice. And I think Mm. we are all a bit more mindful now of the consequences of whipping up internet lynch mobs. I mean, obviously Mm. they do still happen, but there is always a backlash saying, "Okay, let's take it down a note. But there wasn't so much of that then. And I think also people now are more aware of the dangers of becoming, you know, the internet main character. Whereas Bale's initial response was just so breathtakingly naive as you touched on you know she said I did it as a joke I never thought it would be trapped I expected it to wriggle out I don't know all the fuss is about it's just a cat which actually I could totally see how that would be her perspective but I just think people no 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 it's a psychopathic thing to do can I just intervene at this point (laughs) whilst we've been sympathetic and I am sympathetic because the other thing we haven't mentioned is I think obviously her mental health was impacted by her father being in hospital in a chronic condition okay I am sympathetic with that but it is a psychopathic thing to do. It, it's the way she calmly walks off afterwards that's so chilling, isn't it? Yeah. Not just calmly, but almost like, oh, done my job for the day. She I walks away think... and then never again references that she did the thing. I'm going to put it out there. I do think there are a non-insignificant number of middle-aged British people who wouldn't think that that was a, an objectionable statement to make. It's just a cat. It was just a joke. Blah, 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 blah. I'm just, that's all I'm saying. 
And I think, though, that now most people, even those people who secretly are thinking, oh, it was just a cat, they now know better than to say that because they know Mary Bale suffered these consequences so that other middle-aged cat haters don't have to. But that middle-aged thing is part of the story mm. as well. The fact that she really didn't fit the profile of the sort of person who might do a cruel thing to a, 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 a beloved pet in public. You know, she was professional. She was middle-aged. She was a middle-class woman. And she had all of those qualities that didn't align with the sort of person we expect to do this, the lout, the drunkard, the low life and and so on, which would have made it maybe less of a story. I think the fact that even the night after the story started blowing up, she went to see a Royal Shakespeare Company production, you know, oblivious to what was going on around her a little bit. I don't think it's a coincidence that this is the exact same era as Susan Boyle, by the way. We keep mm. talking about her as middle-aged. I mean, yeah, 45 technically is middle-aged, but actually she looks old for 45, doesn't she? And mm. I do think there's an element of this dowdy, very mainstream-presenting, straight kind of woman that at this moment in time, people, for whatever reason, were ready to say, oh, she's not like I expected her to be. But it seemed to expose something surprising about the malicious underbelly of seemingly respectable society. And this is at the heart of the Highland article as well, the Financial Times piece. It's like, it's super interesting as an overview of the madness, particularly from Bale's own perspective as that unfolded around her, but it is also full of weirdly classist dog whistles. Now, Mm. Highland makes a point of mentioning the fact that Daryl Mann, the owner of the cat... You know, that she mentions him being on a TV interview with a packet of cigarettes on his armchair. Mm. And this is how she describes him. Keep in mind that all that this man has done was have his cat put in a wheelie bin and then tell people about it, right? <laughs> she writes, He has fair cropped hair and a tattoo with thick black lines and swirling dots which snake down to his hand. In one of dozens of TV interviews, he sits on a plastic chair in his concrete yard. A rusty barbecue has been moved to make room for the cameras. There's definitely an undertone Mm. of, look at them cashing in on this in their common front garden with its concrete yard. I mean, (laughs) they are the victims and that there's still a weird way to try and position Mary Bale as she's not the kind of person that this should happen to. Yeah, well, people who did think it was sufficiently bad were those who brought actual charges against her. She ended up in Coventry Magistrates Court. Again, throngs of journalists outside waiting for her and her having to shield her face from the cameras. She was given, in the end, a £250 fine and she also had to pay £1,000 in costs. And within the court, they were saying, um, why did you do it? And she continued to say, basically, I I don't know why I did it and I have no explanation. And that continued to be her story out of the court as well. People wanted to know some sort sort of inner justification that went deeper than I was in a terribly depressed state and I just was living outside of my own self. Did you guys see the parody account? Do you mean on Twitter? Like, Yeah, there was a great one called At Cat Bin Lady by the writer and illustrator Rich Neville. He actually managed to parlay this into a book later. He (laughs) really capitalised on the moment. But it was very funny at the time. It was purporting to belong to Bale as she wreaked inexplicable havoc on the world around her. So a typical tweet reads... Just realised I've still got the black ball from the social club pool table in my coat pocket. Don't even know why I wanted it. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite fun. (laughs) Tomorrow. It was essentially a death sentence for the vast majority of people that ever went there. Ditch the ads and get a Sunday episode when you join Club Retrospectors. Patreon.com slash Retrospectors.